Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dental Marketing Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Mark Thackeray. So excited to be here with you today. Pumped that you are joining me. And we're going to be talking about lifetime value of a patient and how to calculate that and what that tells you, what you can do with that knowledge. So this is going to be a shorter episode today, but it's something that I think is very, very important and can inform your marketing decisions moving forward. And I remember when I was first introduced to this concept, I didn't really know what it what it was. You know, I mean, it was I was fresh out of college. I was running a photography business and I was just, you know, <laughs> balls to the wall, like trying to get everything done. You know, you do everything that you can to bring in new clients and to grow the business. And I remember I heard this concept and it's funny because when I, I talk to practice owners today, when I'm onboarding or uh, just having discussions with perspectives, this comes up inevitably and like, I get a lot of blank stares. And so I, and I get that. That's, that's kind of what I'm telling you this story because I didn't, I didn't understand this uh, or the importance of this when I first was getting into business. But I, I first heard about it from a man named Joe Polish. And Joe's a world-class marketer. He's an entrepreneur. He's the consummate networker. And he he's phenomenal. He's been a mentor for me for years and years and years. And I remember at the time, like I mentioned, I was running my photography business, trying to scale it up from serving local clients to go national. And what struck me was something that Joe said about this. He said, you'll never know how much you can afford to invest in marketing until you know how much a client is worth to you. And that was a revelation to me. You know, was, you'll never know how much you can afford to invest in marketing until you know how much a client is worth to you. In other words, once you determine that average value of a client or a patient, then you can figure out how much you can afford to spend in attracting new patients in the acquisition phase. And I remember going back that night, I was writing it all down. I was so pumped going through it with my photography business. And I'll walk through the the formula with you here in a second, but it was life-changing. You know, I got to see, you know, because before that, and this is what I hear a lot from from practice owners and from dentists, from, from prospects as I'm talking to them, is they don't really have a great idea of what that number is. There's a lot of, uh, it depends. There's some kind of back and forth. There's kind of a generic bracket that it falls under, but they don't really have a specific number that they can look at and point to. And that's, uh, that's unfortunate because then you're going off your feelings. And we see this all the time. You know, if you feel busy, if you have a lot of work to do, you feel like things are going well, you know, that's just the assumption. That's the perception that we have. Oh, if you're busy, you must be doing good. You know, things are busy. You hear that all the time when people are talking about they're busy. Oh, things are busy. And you automatically equate that. The connotation is that things are going well. But the reality doesn't necessarily mean that. It could just mean that you have a lot of tasks that aren't really, you know, revenue generating tasks, but you are still busy. You know, there's there's a lot of things. Our emotions can betray us very, very easily. <laughs> we know this all the time from watching movies that we know aren't real, but still feel that prickle. We still feel, you know, our, uh, our hair stand up on end or we overeat, you know, thinking that that's going to solve our problems, which we, which it does not. <laughs> um, 
So we have to look at the numbers, you know, and this is one of the reasons why you hear so often to know your numbers. That is a mantra that gets repeated time and time again from uh, entrepreneurs, from marketers, from uh, overwhelming and overbearing accountants. <laughs> That's, they just drill that into you. But there is good reason for that. You know, once you know your numbers, specifically the lifetime uh, value of a patient, now you have ammo. Now you have this, uh, you, you actually have the upper hand when it comes to patient acquisition because you can see, okay, this is what it costs me to, there, this is what a patient will bring me over the long run, not just now, because a lot of people focus on the immediate, the, the first appointment. But now let's, let's look at it from a high level view and see what they're doing long term. This is a long, this is a long game. You know, this is where you look at what they're going to bring me over time as opposed to just as one visit. And so uh, it's important to ask yourself this question, how much is a patient worth to you? And to be able to answer that clearly, because like I mentioned, you're going to, this is going to inform your decisions on new patient acquisition. It's going to help you better understand uh, retention and how to improve that retention and thus increase lifetime patient value. It's going to help with referrals. All these things gives you such a, a better uh, position to for growth. It provides you with, it also, this is one, one thing that I recognize too uh, over the last several years is it provides you with more predictability in your practice because you have improved accuracy and forecasting. You better understand that, okay, this is, these are the trends. This is what I've seen. You know, over time, they're going to spend roughly this much amount, this this amount with me, and that's going to, you know, that that gives you improves your ability to predict what's going to happen in the future. You don't you have you have fewer uh, highs and lows. You're not riding that roller coaster as much, and it makes it so much easier. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. So so let's talk about how do you do that? How do you calculate lifetime value of a patient? And it's pretty simple. It's not a complex formula by any means. Uh, here's the way I do it. There's there's several there's there's different ways you can do it, but I don't think you need to get too uh, too complex with this. So take you want to determine the first step is to determine the average annual production per patient. You know how much does the average patient pay you each year? So uh, figure that out. You can take all your patients, divide it. Uh, by you take all the the production for the year divided by the number of patients, kind of see that year over year. What's that looking like? Get a number, and then and then you're going to multiply that by the number of years that an average patient remains active in your practice. So the utilization, how often uh, are they coming in? You know how what does that look like? Or for how many years do they remain a patient? So is it two years? Is it is it just once? You know one year, like when I was talking about my. Um, I, I had my photography business. It was, it was a once in a lifetime deal. It was a wedding. It was a commercial event. It was, you know, those were, you didn't do those more than once, you know, it was, so I didn't have to worry about that, but I did have back end sales that came as a result of those things. So, so that's similar in that regard to your practice where in this case, you're going to be have follow-up treatment. You're going to have cases that uh, were presented, weren't accepted, eventually get accepted down the road. So those are things that you want to factor into this value, um, and and that's going to give you. Uh, so so once you determine the average annual production per patient, you're going to multiply that by the number of years that they remain a patient on average, and then you're going to subtract the costs uh, associated with that uh, with that patient. So 
acquisition costs, how much you've spent um, to acquire that patient on average. Again, knowing your numbers with respect to, hey, I invested this much, I generated this much, this is how much I invest in marketing overall. These are how many new patients I've gotten. You can you can you can determine the the average your average acquisition cost and factor that into this overall formula. And I'll put a link up here to download a, a worksheet um, that you can download and, and fill out uh, for your practice. It's, it's very visual. You'll see it's not too complex. Like I said, there's just a couple of steps to it. So let's take a an example from a practice in Arizona. So average production per patient per year is $876. 876. You know, you're, you're looking at all those, the bigger cases, smaller cases, all that stuff's factored in into this number, $876 per year. And the average number of years a patient remains active in this practice, three and a half years, 42 months. Okay. So three and a half years. And then the average of the associated costs with this patient on average, 525 bucks. Okay. So then you plug those numbers into the equation. 876 times three and a half equals $3,066. Subtract the total amount of costs associated, 525, to get a an average lifetime value of $2,541. Okay. And that's pretty much what you need to do. It's like I said, it's not that complex, but it is very, very powerful. Now with this data, you can see and more easily understand if any of the marketing campaigns you're running are actually worth the investment, right? You can see, okay, am I willing, am I willing to invest $50, $150, $350, $500, whatever, to acquire a new patient that's ultimately going to bring in $2,541. It's probably an easier way to say it. <laughs> Would I invest $350, bucks, 500 bucks to get back $2,500? 2541. Is that a trade you're comfortable making? And for most people in the world, they would say all day, every day, right? You know, if you could do that and leverage that and just trade like that, there's no telling what you could do with your practice. But when you don't know that lifetime value, you are just left guessing. You're just trying to go off gut feel. It's anecdotal. You're not, you don't have this empirical data to, to fall back on and say, nope, you know, this is exactly what happened. <laughs> this gives you that clarity. This gives you that confidence to move forward and say, yes, I can be more aggressive in my patient acquisition because I understand that this is what I'm going to get on the back end. You know, they're going to be coming back for the next couple of years. My, my case acceptance, I, I look at it from a long-term play anyway. You know, it's I just, just keep them coming back into my practice. If they don't want to do it today, if they don't want to do it next month, if they don't want to do it six months, just keep them coming back. The chances of converting them uh, to to getting them to accept that, that treatment eventually, just they're in your favor as long as you get them to keep coming back. It's the long game, right? So, and you can also, what's cool about this, you can also factor in uh, referrals. If you get a, a, a consistent number of referrals, let's say, you get uh, 15 new patient referrals each month. Okay, so that comes to 180 patient referrals over the course of the year, and and then you you say you have a practice around eight, 1,800 patients. For sake of math, we'll do 1,800 patients. You get 100 180 patient referrals over this over the course of the year, right? 
So you divide 180 by 1800 to get 10%. So what does that tell you? It tells you that one in every one out of every 10 patients gives you will give you a new patient. Okay, over the course of the year. Super cool. Now you can actually factor that into your your patient value because you know uh, that one out of 10 of every new patients you get is going to give you a referral, right? So you can add that value back into that equation to, to increase your overall patient value. Super cool. Super cool. But there's a, and this is, this is exactly actually the, the strategy that a lot of very aggressive growth-minded companies operate with. It's like I mentioned before, it's, it's a very long game. It's the long game approach to, to growing a business, you know, and here's a classic example that I absolutely love. This is Icy Hot. We're all familiar probably with that, with that, uh, with, I, with the Icy Hot product. And this is what, um, this is what they did. You know, they were, they were doing, I think they were, they're going along. They had a couple million in sales annually and it just wasn't taking off like they'd hoped. And they eventually, it, the, the ownership changed hands and those that were going through and the reason why it changed hands is the people that were buying it they discovered something very very powerful they were doing their due diligence looking into all the order history customer data things like that and they recognized that those that used icy hot remained faithful consumers of icy hot multiple times over the course of uh the course of their lifetime essentially and and they realized that man there is so much opportunity because once you get a customer, you, they retain this customer forever. It's like saying, you know, once I got a patient, if they stayed with me 10 years, 15 years, that's like kind of what they saw in Icy Hot. And so they did the deal. And then what they did was they reached out to hundreds of radio stations, TV stations all across the country and put together an agreement so that whenever these media stations had unused advertising time, they would pitch Icy Hot. They would have, they'd run their, their advertising, right? And in exchange, Icy Hot would give them all of the revenue from that first sale, all of it. And actually I've, I've read some, some details that it was actually more than that. It was actually more than a hundred percent of the revenue was given to back to those media stations. Icy Hot's like, cool, you take that. I'm totally good with that. Why? Because they knew that the bulk of the value from these customers came from those many repurchases, repurchases after that initial sale, they realized they could be they could totally afford to give away that revenue from that sale because they would easily make it up on the back end. And today we this is all known as kind of a loss leader approach, right? Where you where you are willing to give away uh, to acquire, right? To acquire a new customer, a new client, a new patient. And they use this strategy to acquire thousands and thousands of new loyal customers, eventually selling the company for 60 million to uh, Searle and Company, I think is what it was called. So it's, it's, isn't that cool? I mean, it's just this, it's a, it's a shift in mindset to see, instead of saying, oh man, I have to pay 50 bucks for a new patient, or oh man, I have to pay 150 bucks or 350 bucks for a new patient. It's saying, look at this, dude, I can afford to invest 400, 500, 600, whatever, the, whatever, again, you have to be comfortable with this, but I can afford, afford to invest all this to acquire a new patient. And chances are, you know, your competition is not doing this. They're doing the same thing that a lot of people are doing, which is 
oh man, I wish I didn't have to pay 50 bucks or 75 bucks or 100 bucks for a new patient. They're they're shying away from that because they don't really know their numbers and they don't understand this, this long game approach. But can you see just how quickly that can, uh, how that could grow your, your practice? You know, if you were able to do that and it just accelerates your, your overall practice growth. I mean, it's, it's like saying, okay, well, I want to be here in five years and taking the standard historical approach, you'd be, you know, you kind of linear growth year over year, but this way you can actually, you can speed that process up and take the shortcut and be, oh, I could be five years down the road in just 12 months time, 15 months time, two years time, right? I mean, you can speed that up and really drive, uh, increase your patient base by 10, 15, 25%, depending on how aggressive you are. And that all comes down to, again, knowing your, your numbers and calculating the lifetime value of a patient. So that's it for today, you guys. Hopefully that's helpful. I do have a, a worksheet. Uh, I'll, I'll link it up. It's actually by uh, SPP Dental Partners, uh, one of the sponsors of the show. They, they put this together so that you can download it. You don't have to, it's not an opt-in or anything like that. Uh, just go to their site, click on it, download it. You're good to go. So hopefully this was helpful, you guys. Uh, if you've Again, as always, if you've enjoyed the podcast or uh, anything that I've had to say or made you laugh or, or cry or <laughs> made you feel better about yourself, <laughs> then I'd love a review. Please leave a review wherever you are listening to the show. That would be a tremendous help and uh, really appreciate that. Until next time, my friends, be good. Be good.